Hi, welcome to my podcast, Talking Travel with Wendy. I travel the globe interviewing really cool people in small hospitality and tourism businesses. Join me each week as I discover and share something or someone new with you. You can find more at www.travelwithwendy.net. And remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. Phew, has it been a hot second since I've had a minute to sit down and write and create. This past Christmas market holiday season, I was in Europe 54 days. What an incredible blessing. I spent several weeks with a private small group Christmas market tour along the Mosul and one week on the MS Oscar Wilde on the Riviera River Cruise Fleet. I'm so excited to share my week on the Rhine, exploring this gorgeous ancient river lined with castles, vineyards, and sweeping hills. And bonus, it even started to snow while we were sailing, like a nice little European snow globe. The cruise begins in Cologne, and we arrived a day early for a pre-stay to visit the Christmas markets in Cologne, and I'm super glad we did, because it was a Monday, and Mondays are not as busy for Christmas markets as the weekends are. Cologne got its name for being the first Roman colony outside of Rome, and there's a fantastic Roman-German history museum in the heart of the city, but it's under construction right now, so we missed out on having a tour, but John and I visited a few years back, and I learned all about the Roman occupation and the development of this area. Cologne is just fantastic and has about nine Christmas markets to see. When I was living in Germany, I visited every single year and, of course, developed a few of my favorites, so here they are. First up is the Cologne Dome Market. Underneath the bastion of the Cologne Cathedral is the Dome Market. And this is a must and you can't miss it. There's a massive Christmas tree that's the highlight. And the market has a massive maze of stalls that twist around selling different assortments of goodies like German classics like Keisha Spätzle, which is like egg noodles tossed in cheese. And they also had a French favorite this year, raclette, which is a stinky cheese melted on bread tons of churros churros was the thing this year at the christmas markets crepes bratwurst pork sandwiches and yes the smells were intoxicating the next closest Christmas market in Cologne is the Heinzel Winter Fairy Tale. Definitely one of my favorite markets and super easy to get to from the dome. It's just around the corner. It is one of the prettiest and most decorated markets and it has an ice rink as well. There's also little ice rink police that follow you around too if you're not following the rules, but it's usually just in jest. The little wooden huts are adorned with creative gnomes and wooden carvings of characters from a fairy tale, and the signs are even carved in wood. Really pretty. The vendors are a bit similar to the other Christmas markets, but they had a few different ones this year that made homemade ornaments. They had a wood carver there working on a big piece of wood, a jeweler that made authentic and original pieces. The next market is Neumarket, or the New Market, which is right in the heart of Cologne, and it is a little bit of a walk from the Dome and the Old Town area, and it is considered the temporary market, and the houses are brightly lit and resembles a winter wonderland. Their vendors range from Starlights to Flammkuchen, which is a thin crust pizza, smoked salmon on a wooden plank, and the bratwurst stalls, of course, with grilled onions and brochen, and there was even a popular Katie Wolf little house in the center of the market. The next market is one of my favorites, absolutely. It's the Harbor Market. It's tasty and scrumptious, and it is next to the Chocolate Museum that is located there for Lent, and it is in the Cologne Harbor. So it's just a 15-minute walk from the Dome Market, and you can enjoy a peaceful stroll along the promenade of the Rhine. 
This market also has a Ferris wheel overlooking the Rhine and Harbor Canals as well. So there's an international flair. A few vendors that were there sold Indian cuisine as well as Argentinian cuisine. This market has about 70 stalls and so not too shabby and is considered one of the larger of all the markets in Cologne. So these are a few of my favorite in Cologne themselves. They are super busy on Saturdays, and when you're coming in on that last day of the cruise, it can be a bit overwhelming with the crowds. So my recommendation, of course, as always, is get there a day early and get your acclimation of the city and enjoy a non-busy day. So book a pre-stay at you know a, a local Marriott or Hilton or something close by that you can walk to. Okay, so now we're going to set sail and we boarded the riverboat on Tuesday evening and were greeted by attendants who were eager to take our luggage and check us in and checking in was super easy process after our reservation. We had a quick break and then dinner and we made our way to the lounge and had a brief introduction to the boat tour directors Diogo and Hugh go and then we sailed on through the night just really beautiful watching the lights of cologne in the distance we woke up in the morning to Rudesheim. This was our first stop and our first river town on the cruise. And John introduced this town to me back in the fall when he was serving overseas in Wiesbaden. It is truly enchanting. Cobblestone streets, half-timbered houses, narrow alleyways, wine-tasting cellars, and the hillsides were covered in vineyards. So, of course, I couldn't wait to return. Riviera River Cruises partner with local tour guides and tour companies, and ours was amazing. Anna was our guide in Rudesheim, and she had all the legends and stories and the history of this town, and I really enjoyed meeting her as well. The Christmas market in Rudesheim pretty much takes up the whole little town. So what's nice is you can pop into different stores as well and see linens and different wares that they're selling as well as enjoying the Christmas market. They also had a vendor that was in a yurt and it was nice and cozy, but they were selling like lambskin, sheepskin type of goods that were just a little bit different. They also had a wooden soap maker who was just unique. It's just different. You don't see that at every Christmas market. And then the next town we stopped at was the city of Koblenz. And this confluence town in Latin is Koblenz for confluence, has been split between France and Germany for a long, long time. There's been a struggle of power and control over the river and its economies and just its location. And you can notice that as you pull in with the boat in this very uh, sharp turn or the Deutsches Eck, which is a German quarter. Our local tour guide led us to the Basilica St. Castor, as well as the statue for King Wilhelm II, which overlooks the Rhine, and it was built as a symbol of refuge and a memorial to the king who helped unite the two borders. And there's a really funny story that goes along why the statue is facing the way it is, but you'll need to take the tour to find out what that is. The Christmas market in Cologne is also in the heart of Old Town, and it was filled with yummy stalls, merry-go-rounds, and German favorites as well. And one of the favorites here is called Krablecha pancakes, or potato pancakes. You can order them with the traditional applesauce or with like a creamy garlic sauce as well. Yum. <laughs> 
The next city we visited was Bonn, and I visited Bonn way back in 1988, and it's been a long time since I've seen this gorgeous town. It definitely holds a special place in my heart. This university town is Beethoven's birth town and is filled with Baroque buildings still. His birthplace museum is open, and so after our local tour there, we headed to the museum and enjoyed a tour of this building and the house that he grew up up in and spent 16 years of his life. The Munsterplatz Square Market in Bonn is magical and it's filled with colors and sights and smells. In the backdrop of this market is a Baroque city hall and main town square and you can actually imagine yourself in the 1800s enjoying hot glue vine or even when Beethoven was there and his family did. So every day at this Christmas market, there's a musical concert that takes place. Although we weren't there at nighttime, we enjoyed walking throughout the city from market to market. There's 180 hut stalls throughout Bonn too as well. So it's a really good market. (laughs) Here are some Christmas market tips for when you're visiting in Germany for Christmas market season. First of all, wear good shoes because you're going to be walking a lot. And if possible, get them lined with boots because the cobblestone can get really cold after a while. So good boots, good heels, and lined or really nice socks too. Another tip is be prepared to have euros. A lot of the vendors don't want to take Visa or MasterCard. So when you are in Europe and you're trying to get money out of the ATM, be sure to look for a bank or a credit union type thing. In Germany, I prefer to use Volksbank because they offer the best in exchange as well as different denominations. So you don't end up leaving with a green 100 euro bill. Avoid the exchange booths that you see set up. These Eurobank exchange machines have the worst exchange and then they charge a fee on top of that. And you would be completely surprised when you got home and noticed a huge bill on top of just taking out 200 euros. So don't do that. (laughs) Another tip is to follow the illuminated lights. And in Bonn, we noticed that theirs were in the shape of stars. And you can see them throughout all the streets. And when the stars end, the market ends too. So just remember, it's not just like this pretty a design for the uh, the cities to help you, you know, enjoy the ambiance. It's also to let you know if you follow the lights on the streets, that is going to be, and they're up in the air too. So that'll be the direction of the Christmas markets. Okay, so now about the boat. First of all, the staff was just incredible, friendly and professional. Many were from Romania, Bulgaria, Ukraine. A shout out to Daniel, Maria, Melina, our housekeeper, Alona, and of course, Yvonne at the bar. Everyone was kind and generous and knew their jobs very well. I had the great opportunity to meet Diogo and have a great interview with him to talk about the ship's highlights. So be sure to check that out on my YouTube channel soon. Next is the rooms. We booked a ruby level room on the Oscar Wilde, which is a nice sized cruise room, and we were centrally located on the ship too. All middle and upper decks have floor to ceiling sliding doors that are like 
Juliet balconies and slide from back and forth. And of course, you get gorgeous views of the river and coastline. The bathrooms were actually huge. They were bigger than many of the other cruises I've been on. They had marble floors and Bilroy and box sinks, and they had upgraded amenities in the bathroom as well. And they had coffee and tea service in our room. The dining was just fantastic, and I should have brought stretchy pants. <laughs> there is the main dining room, of course, and that's open every night. But then there's also a boutique type dining option on board called the Bistro that offers a different menu and you do need to have reservations for this restaurant and I would recommend doing this on your first day as you come in because it does book up very quickly because there is limited seating but this is great too because you have different views off the ship as you're sailing and eating and the ship also has vegetarian options as well and at all the meals you can ask them can I have this prepared vegetarian and they will really accommodate you for Riviera River Cruises all the meals on board are included and if you happen to hop off for the day and you'd like to take your lunch with you they'll even pack you a lunch so it is an English fleet and at least one day of your tour you will experience a high tea and oh my goodness this was incredibly beautiful and the display and presentation was just amazing we thoroughly enjoyed high tea on this boat Okay, next up is the tours. Our local tour guides, Hildrut in Bonn, was just amazing. And I love how Riviera River Cruises, they support local communities and economies by supporting these local tour guides who know their place and are as passionate about sharing their city and town with others as I am about you know, talking about travel with everybody. <laughs> to wrap it up, if you're interested in a European river cruise, let me know. We have one more cabin left for our April Danube River Adventure with Riviera. We're leaving April 14th to the 21st. We either have a cabin on the Ruby level or the Diamond level. So uh, whichever one, and that will complete our small group. And we'll be departing from Budapest and returning to Budapest. And this European River Cruise is so popular, and there's a reason why. We stop in Bratislava, Slovakia, Vienna, and Salzburg, Austria, and many more. So if you're interested, please let me know. Flights are still available, and I'd love to help you join our group. It's really fun. I've put the links in the description below, and if you'd like more information, visit my website, travelwithwendy.net. Thanks so much for joining me here today. Remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. Ciao!